Batman Universe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Batman Universe podcast. This is episode 141. I am one of your hosts, Jamie McGow, and joining me, as always, is my bat chum, who I share all the bat fun with, more than more than most. More. There's a few others that share in our bat love, but... But we have a, a standing appointment to do it every week. That's right. I don't think anyone else does. It's a great, it's a great thing. And his name is Andy DiGenova. Party on, Jamie. Party on, Andy. Wait, they, Probably stealing someone else's thing there. Uh. <laughs> no, no, there's no way that somebody's done that before. We're good. We're totally in the clear. Oh, we'll oh say good. it every time. Oh, good. Don't worry about it. Thank God. We're fine. Jamie, welcome back. Thanks, buddy. We, yeah. did, we did take a week off. Sorry sadly. for the uh, yeah. The this unannounced. time it's Jamie's fault. It is totally my fault. But it's totally worth it. Jamie ran off to Hawaii, so if you gotta, I had to go to Hawaii. If you gotta go, go with a smile. Yeah, that's that's right. I heard Batman was there. You know, it seems like that's his kind of. Normal stomping grounds, like it's outside Hawaii. of Gotham, is Hawaii. Right, yeah, was, it's like you know, bright and sunny, and you know. I'm sure that if if Batman sixty six had continued, Don Ho would have played a villain. Oh, dude. and then he would have had to go to Hawaii to Holy stop him. Crap! Well, we just watched the um, what is it? I'm sure Joker's the, down the kids up. are like, who the hell is Don Ho? Who is Don Ho? Know your history, even Hawaiian history. They're a part of the U.S. Okay. Google it. Google it. But yes, we did just watch Surf's Up, Batman. Dude, yeah, and it's the Batman 66 episode. Uh, you know, a little a little memory of Yvonne Craig and her honor. We were like, let's let's do some Batgirl episodes. Nope. Of, uh, I'm, I'm sure it was just a coincidence that the episode chosen was the one that involved bathing suits and bikinis. <laughs> no, that's, you know, yeah, it's... Don't don't go there, Andy. All right, it's completely pure, and there was no absolutely. We weren't celebrating anything else except for her acting ability, um, and how much we how much we miss and how her. much we miss her. So it is kind of a classic, amazing episode. <laughs> it is so good, just because it's at the height of the third season. Oh which yeah, you were talking about. We're it's like, just like. No, it's holds just barred. gotten out of control. It's like a show that's already madness. Like has just yeah. really gone over the deep end. Yeah. So check that one out. Uh, I guess we. I guess we're recommending it. Yeah. Like that's. Oh yeah. We're promoing it. It's amazing. I, I mean, it is such just a, that episode. It is only. such an infamous episode that they made action figures: Surfer Batman and Surfer Joker. Well, they really they didn't just go like typical. Or did they, or they, you they, actually, I don't think they did Surfer Joker. I think they, they just did, definitely did Surfer Batman. Bat- I have yeah. Surfer Batman, but I don't think it's they awesome. did Surfer Joker. I'm just making that up. They did Surfer Batman. So it's, it's a Dude, how rad would it be to get his board shorts? Cuz oh, they're like that's so, one of those that's one of those pieces of gear that somebody who gets that and knows what that is, you're like, dude, yes, you're a real bat fan because it doesn't have bat symbols all over it like you'd expect. Yeah. It's got it's yellow and white with the kind of I don't even know what they're on there. Just some design. I don't know. But it's rad they did that. So anyways. So in, this is our true nature of, of the the surfing episode of Batman 66. <laughs> in our true nature, we have uh, spiraled out of control. But it's all, it's actually about Batman for once. Yeah, exactly. At least I was like, hey, we I kept it. We went Hawaii, and then I, we brought it back. So we're, Brought it to Batman. We're, we're learning. But we're I'm, getting there. I'm glad you had a good trip. Thanks, man. Did you yeah. have some pineapple? I had a ton of mango. Mango. Mango is I is it's the there's a mango tree uh, at at uh, my girlfriend's house at her folks' house that's just wonderful. So anyway, I won't go into more detail about that because that's not Batman news really. It's not. So, but it's unless wonderful. the mango had a taste of justice. <laughs> I assure you that I gave it 
It's due. Okay. Uh, injustice. Uh, so, sorry, guys, yeah, again, about the, uh, we didn't give you any warning, and in truth, I didn't really have uh, any warning. I didn't realize I was going to yeah, go you, until kind of last minute. It was pretty last minute, minute. yeah. So, uh, but we did get uh, some good news, uh, because we've sort of been short on news the last couple weeks. Yeah. So, it's kind of nice. The uh, build-up was pretty strong. We got some some good stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, so starting with movies as we usually do, yeah, we had some we had some we exciting had a good week. happening this week. We did uh, all thanks to you and uh, a friend of yours, yeah. Andy. Yeah, so uh, a couple days ago, Jamie, myself, Brian Crosby, who still lives, mm-hmm. uh, and our friend uh, he's jo- out there, and our friend Josh, we all went over to the Warner Brothers uh, lot and got to see the arrival of the Batman v Superman Batmobile to the WB lot and then taking its new home as part of the Warner Brothers back lot tour and uh it's pretty awesome, man. So cool. Pretty awesome. And so Total the, different experience seeing it in the, person. The photos and videos are out there. If you want to see them, uh, you can go to my Holy Batcast Twitter. They're on there. Or you can go to my Instagram or Jamie's Instagram. Jamie is uh, Batman Pop-Tart. Thank you. And, well done. And mine is just my name, Andy DiGenova. Really creative. Uh, <laughs> my, mine, you were bold. Your name is easier to remember. Nobody knows how to spell my name. Like, your name's easy, so that's why I Batman, Batman Pop-Tart? Pop-Tart. No, yeah. Are my you name, the, Batman Pop-Tart, you think is way easier. easier than DiGenova? Yeah. You really? O-G-M-C-G-O-U-G-H, yeah. Huh. Yeah. DiGenova... I've, I feel like that's most easy. people get DiGenova wrong. Really? So, oh yeah. No, well, I've learned something. It's because they get to the G and then give up. They're like D I G. Really? Oh, that's weird. I don't know. I guess because we have hard names, I notice like spellings. Like I'm really a kid attuned to it. It's mostly because I just think your life's so great and my life's so horrible. So I just assumed that your everyone spells your name right and no one has any idea who I am. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't think that's the case. If this is living the dream, I want to wake up. <laughs> you and me both, pal. We ain't doing so bad, but we live in the dream, I don't think. Not uh, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, it was really cool. You know, we saw the, the new car drive onto the lot. He, they revved the engine. They opened the doors. Uh, I was hoping Ben or Zach would be inside. They were not. Just I, I don't even just know who that was. Moment. I have no idea. Just some guy. The new some guy. guy. Yeah, you got a new guy. Should, at least it should have been us, man. Yeah, it should have been us, man. Why were we in there? Uh, but still, really, really cool. And then it uh, it parked in the, the kind of the car vault there at Warner Brothers. Uh, and uh, so, now, would you consider that retiring the vehicle? No. Okay, I didn't think so. No. Somebody was like, "Are they retiring it?" And I'm like. No. No, it's just they got a shooting. few months. They got a few months before Justice League. So where else are you going to put it? Right. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Obviously, there's more movies coming. And here, actually, so. that's interesting because I mean, we can read this press release from the Warner Brothers tour. Uh, it says for a limited time only. That's the important part. A limited time mm-hmm. only until they need the crap again. Right. Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood is offering the rare opportunity to see the new Batmobile and costumes from Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice before its big screen debut in March. In anticipation of the March 2016 release of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood will debut the newest incarnation of the Batmobile in its picture car vault starting September 4th, 2015 as part of its special Batman exhibit. The new Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman costumes will also be revealed as a new star attraction in the Batman exhibit, which brings together costumes and props from all eight Batman films together for the first time. The new Batmobile will be on display from September 4th to December 31st, 
strange because the Justice League is supposed to start shooting in January, February. There's no way that that's correlated. Not at all. No. That's completely unrelated. Debunked. And the costumes will be on display September 4th through September 23rd. So the costumes will only be there for three weeks because Wonder Woman's about to start shooting. Totally, man. Uh, So, again, they're like, well, we could put it in a closet or let's help out our buddies at the tour and let them have something cool for a few Uh, weeks before we need it again. I've got an idea. Let's make some money off of this crap because it's awesome. So uh, if you are in the Los Angeles Burbank area or you are coming in the next month or so, um, make sure you go to the tour. The tour is great. I mean, it's I, awesome. I've sang its praises before, but now it's even better totally. with these cool new things. So uh, we'll have to go check that out. It seems like the costumes are the same ones we did see at Comic Con. Right. So, but having seen all of this stuff in person now, it's so great. It's so much oh. different seeing it in person. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is. It's like and and really getting in and appreciating the detail on these and and even just the scale of the Batmobile. We were talking. It's like kind of. It's kind of interesting, like how it sizes up. You're not sure if it's going to look too small or what. So yeah, it's just it's like it totally holds up. It's you know a big mean bat machine. It is. Man. Well, and that's just, and, and you you see the pictures of it, and the pictures of it are great, but you don't necessarily get a good idea of the scale or the size, and just to hear that engine roar, like it's got some power. Yeah, man. you see it in person, and you're like, that's a badass car. Like it's it's one of those things where when it revved the engine, the video I took, I was like, wow, that does not do it justice. I feel like it was so loud, it kind of oh, blew yeah. out the levels of the speaker, so it only caught a tiny bit of it because it was it was like they revved that engine, and people didn't even like cheer afterwards because I think they were like taken aback. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they were like. <laughs> That was intense. So, uh, yeah. What's so crazy is that we've seen so many pictures of this car already. Yeah, totally. But for whatever reason, the picture I posted of it Mm. is all over the damn place. Dude. Like, brand new picture of the Batmobile. And that's my picture. Chances are you've seen it. Yeah, man. Um, But I was like, but it was so weird. It was so weird because I'm like, We've seen it. Like, mm-hmm. why is this news? Uh-huh. It's not really news. I mean, we've we've seen it. We've seen it in footage in the trailer. We've seen pictures of it. We've seen behind the scenes shots. There hasn't there hasn't been that many. Maybe because it's in like fan pictures and like yeah, ag- yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Everything we've seen has been kind of like you know, um, like the paparazzi style, like sneak photo or you know the set yeah. pictures yeah. with that. You know, so obviously you get the contrast, the quality, but to just get an actual picture on your phone. You know, there hasn't been that yeah, many of those, so yeah. it kind of gives you that gives it that kind of realness. Maybe it's true, yeah. So, I mean, I went on Instagram last night and I showed I showed Samantha, and you, if you search hashtag Batmobile, at least yesterday, it's uh-huh. probably different. It was like my picture, my picture, my pi- people were reposting my picture Dang. all over the damn internet. It kind of bugged me because they didn't give me credit, but at the same time, I'm like, what are you gonna do? It's, this, the, it's this the, is internet. the internet. What are you yeah, gonna do? exactly. I'm glad someone's enjoying it. Not yeah. like I was gonna make any money off it anyway. No. But, but uh, yeah, it's it's. But everywhere. kudos, you get all the kudos and accolade that you can just at least from me. I mean, yeah, maybe thanks. not from everyone. Thanks. <laughs> not the lazy lazy folks on the internet. Yeah, give but, credit when credit. There due. was one Instagram that didn't need to give me credit, but gave me credit, and so I give them big credit. They were like it was like DCEU on Instagram. Oh, nice! And they they actually were like from Holy Batcast Twitter, and I was like, "That's right, good on you. You're good awesome. journalism, You're guys. Awesome. Way to go!" So anyway, cool cool stuff, what and it's just experience. down the street. So uh, every lunch, Jamie or I and I are just going to go down there for lunch and just stare. Yeah, and just they're going to have to clean it a lot because there's going to be drooling. We're going to be eating <laughs> simultaneously like really messy sandwiches and just drooling all over it. So no, sorry. Oh, these guys are bad. Oh, the sandwich residue guys always. <laughs> sandwich residue. <laughs> <laughs> our 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 uh, alias around here. 
here as well, the Sandwich Residue guys. So moving on, uh, more BVS news. Michael Shannon, uh, he had talked a couple weeks ago about his flippers. Um, and we were like, huh? He showed us his French flipper yeah, trick. Yeah, his French flipper trick, yeah. Brian got on us for not He's like, why, didn't you, that why didn't you make the French flipper trick? We're like, we, sorry. we failed. We're sorry. Uh, so Batman News gave us this story uh, talking about how uh, Michael Shannon has retracted that statement, sort of. Mostly just saying that it was just joking. Yeah. Um it's a weird thing because it's such a weird, random story. Yeah, it's it's it too specific to like have been true. made up. I agree. It was like one of those things that I'm like, if they were really prodding him and then he went off, blah, 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 into some tangent, you know, like it would be much easier to tell. This was very strangely yeah, it specific. It was a very specific anecdote. I don't believe he made it up at all. Yeah. But I think that after it went viral, mm-hmm. he got a call that was like, dude, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And so now, bless his heart, he's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to go back and he, yeah, he's, you, you can't. You know, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You dude, just can't do it. When it comes to the internet, it's forever. It's, Once out, it's there. out there. Just it's ask Josh Trey. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wherever he is, cowering in <laughs> he an alleyway, is, crying. In, he has, he's sitting in the hole that he dug for himself, I'm oh, sure. Oh, boy, yeah. Um, so anyway, sorry, go, go ahead. No, please, no. So, yeah, read. he basically just uh, was, was interviewed, um, and he said, I was in my costume and I couldn't use my fingers, blah, blah, blah. That was an interview with the Daily Beast uh, when he was um, re-interviewed. Oh, the interview with the Daily Beast is a new one. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he said, I wasn't there. It's a really awkward situation. I'm in the trailer for a movie that I didn't work on. Uh, later, the sa- in the same interview, he also said um, that he did work on Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, only it was for voiceover work. And he compared the dead Zod in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice to Jor-El's ghost in Man of Steel. Uh, he was then quoted to say, The thing about the whole Krypton universe apparently is that even when you destroy them, there are ghosts. The first film, Jor-El is there even though he has been dead for lord knows how long i went over it and did some voiceover stuff because it's like that ghost thing but i don't know if i'm supposed to stay say that i get really nervous yeah yeah we uh, yeah we know why you're really nervous because you said you had flippers got and you trouble. got your hand slapped man <laughs> you got so, your flipper slapped you got your flipper slapped by a much larger flipper yeah. strange flipper um uh, he went on to say somebody was asking me about this in New York and I made up some ridiculous BS answer about how my character Zod has flippers and this went viral on the internet or something and people have been asking me about that, Shannon said with a baffled smile. So that is so obviously a complete BS story, right? But people took it seriously. I don't know if it's obvious BS story there, Michael Shannon. Again, it's way too specific to just be randomly made up. Yeah, like as Why a, would you say that? As a person that has a very yeah. random and strange brain, like nobody ever takes my stories that are in tangents like this yeah. and goes, oh, I thought you were telling the truth. Especially it's a story like, about getting locked in a bathroom. Like, yeah. why? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very obvious when it's uh, – so, I, yeah, I'm not buying it still. Uh, he then went on and said, "Maybe they should add it. I don't know. In part, maybe in part three, Doomsday will have a flip. Will have flipper hands. I mean, look, nothing would make me happier than to work with Zack Snyder again. He's hysterical, and he's 
a lot of fun to work with. So is that like kind of a tell right so there? Now he just brought up Doomsday, Doomsday? <laughs> that nobody asked him about. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh man. Just so you know, Michael, I want to uh, play poker Doomsday with thing. Michael Shannon. I know I exactly. <laughs> He's like, it's. I mean, it's not like I play Doomsday Michael, and then Michael, Dark Side in the next movie. Nobody said Doomsday. Why are you bringing it up, dude? What are you doing, man? Just stop talking. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about Doomsday or the following villains and the you know that Metallo is also in that. I never said anything about that. Oh, just stop. No, please, uh, by all means, Michael Shannon, please keep uh, getting interviewed because yeah, yeah, we're enjoying I, it. I I think he was telling the truth. I think he got his hand slapped, mm-hmm. and now he's trying to. God bless him. Put up that, a smoke screen. Smoke that, screen. God bless him. But it's got to be it's tough. Fine. Oh yeah, it's got to be tough. Well, that's, I mean. that's the problem. All of these actors have is they go and they work on these movies. They spend well, probably not in Michael Shannon's case, but a lot. Most of these guys they spend months on this movie, yep. and then they next, spend the next year getting asked about it, and they're oh, not just, allowed to say anything. So they how can you? So you have to answer people without being able to say anything, right. and that's tough. And well, and some of this stuff comes out, and then they're like, wait, is it out? Is that, is that revealed? Right, and they exactly. hear so much talk about it. They're like, that's got to be announced by right now, right? Yeah, and yeah. So it's, it's got to be we, And we know cool. what that's like. It's like, we're like, wait, what, has that been announced? Is that out there? Because yeah. you live with it for so long. Yes. You forget what the rest of the world knows. Yeah, and then three years later, you're like, oh, we can talk about this now? Okay, great. You yeah. Know? But it, the, the key is definitely to not say anything. But right. um, when you're being interviewed constantly, you know... They want you to give them something, and yeah. so it's it's bound to happen. So. And, and you know it's all good, man. Like, good on you, Michael Shannon. No, you he didn't say anything too he, bad. No, it's, even like it's flippers. Fine. What does that say? We still have no idea. Everyone's going crazy with theories, but right. it's like chances are everybody's still off. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, that's that's all the VBS news we have yeah, for now. Nothing nothing super earth shattering as they continue in post production. Moving on to Suicide Squad, which has officially wrapped production. So it has. David Ayer posted a huge photo of the cast and crew on wrap day. So Suicide Squad is in the can. It's done. And we are going to be seeing it in eleven months, as, my friend. Yeah, dude. That's it's. Uh, it, it was. I was looking through, um, and uh, I was looking. At, there was like a, a couple posts on Instagram that we missed, and they they were pulled down. There was one of Jared Leto's um, cutting his hair, his mm-hmm. hair clipping, yeah. like and being like, "Oh, he's done." So it, it was something like goodbye, and it yeah. was like green hair everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And then. Um, was his face that plays Diablo. He had gotten a gift from the Joker to Diablo as well, and he had posted that. But in looking at his photos, um, you know, just tons of photos of them all hanging out together, and it really, yeah. you really get a sense. It's like, I want to hang out on that set. They, yeah. they look like they're having a blast. Well, just, and all over the place, they went to concerts, they were just yeah. doing, they were spending all their time all together. It was just like, re- you could tell, just really cool vibes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pumped for this movie on that realm too just when you see a cast that has so much fun together right it's just like that that is going to come through so as they kind of had talked about a little bit more you know it's definitely shows but yeah their their job is all finished so it's all up to the post guys to kind of uh slam this thing together and you know uh they did the final shot i'm kind of jumping ahead here but they did also a final shot of um of uh, batman on top of the joker mobile again yeah which looks like a connected scene, maybe the continuation of that scene. Mm-hmm, and right. um, it was reported. Crap! I gotta now. I gotta cite the news source that reported on it. Uh, eTalk in Canada, which is a big uh, ah. uh, news source in Canada, they talked about the shoot, and uh, they said in the scene, Batman breaks through the roof 
through the top of the Joker's car as the Joker and Harley Quinn sit inside, and the car goes plunging into the water. Repel- Batman repels off just in time. You can see the video of it. It's just <laughs> it kind of screaming around and then him holding up his uh, grappling hook. But yeah. obviously that's all going to be taken care of in post. So. Right, right. The wonder of uh, visual effects. Very, so, very cool. In the can. In the can. Uh, so Margot Robbie talked a little bit about Jared Leto's Joker, as well as nearly being Susan Storm in Fantastic Four. This came from the New York Daily News. Australian actress Margot Robbie told the Daily News uh, that what Leto had done portraying the Joker is pretty impressive. What he's doing with the character is so cool, Robbie said shortly before the supervillain team-up film wrapped last week. The 25-year-old who plays Harley Quinn, a homicidal maniac in her own right, says acting opposite her Academy Award-winning castmate in his full makeup glory, complete with gold teeth and green hair, proved intense. At first it was kind of confronting to be up close, but now I'm so used to it, I think if I ever saw him out of makeup now, I'd be really confused, said Margot Robbie. Also, Margot lost out on the part of the Invisible Woman to Kate Mara for Fantastic Four. Robbie managed to avoid any association with a movie that's shaping up to be one of the biggest box office busts of the year. I didn't really resonate with the script, and I haven't seen the movie, so I don't really know how it turned out different from the page, says Robbie, but I had a great meeting with the director, and I really enjoyed that. I guess it's part of the game. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Yeah, talk about the ultimate win and lose Ooh, right there. Like, yeah, you Harley got, Quinn and yeah. skip that thing. Yeah. Well yeah. done. It's, it's such a shame that, that you have two pieces of content, and uh, you have a Suicide Squad movie, which arguably is like... Complete like it feels it feels outer like the realm yeah. yeah like total outer realm gamble story and then you have Fantastic Four which is like one of just the greats in classics and comic book history um, you know that Stan Lee created you know when he started creating his own the story behind how he started creating the content he did was creating the Fantastic Four and these characters that he wanted he was like I'm done making these other characters I'm gonna make some that I like yeah that you yeah. know and that. So you would think that's like that's your bread and butter, and to see it just—I guess it's just a tell of how uh, the, the the storytelling and the the way they make the film just that how important that is. It, it can completely take something that's fantastic and maybe make it not so, and take something that people are like, eh, "What is this?" and be like, "Dude, Killer Croc, Harley yeah, Quinn," and yeah. have everybody freaking out, you know? So. Yeah. So good call. Nice there. dodge there. Ooh, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Viola Davis. Um, yes. Talked a little bit about Suicide <clears throat> Squad in an interview with Deadline. Indeed, she did. Uh, Deadline asked her the question, uh, what's happening with Suicide Squad and have you wrapped it yet? So this was a couple weeks ago because obviously they have. Uh, She said, I have one more day, which I'm flying out for this weekend. I've been working on the film since April 1st. It sounds like a lot, but I haven't been working every day. I haven't done a lot of comic book movies. Actually, I've done none. DC Comics have a tendency to have darker characters. You know, Batman is a darker character, Harley Quinn, the Joker, and what David Ayer has managed to do is humanize them. I think what that you see I think that you see it in the trailer too, just something different about it that makes you lean in. What he's explored is the pathology behind all of these characters, so you just get that extra spin that gives you the flavor and a look which is very different. And at the same time, you get all the stuff that you've gotten before, which is the action, the special effects, the great makeup. I'm blown away by the movie. Once I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, my God, he really is a magician. I mean, I had no idea. So it's been a real pleasure working on it with David Ayer. 
Uh, in a separate interview uh, with the New York Times, uh, Viola Davis revealed that she's also signed on to play Amanda Waller in three movies uh, and that the opportunity to work with Will Smith was one of the big selling points. Uh, she was asked, how has it been working on Suicide Squad? She said, this is my big superhero movie. I signed on for three, so it needed to be a great experience. This was a role that was just there to be fun, and it was a chance to work with Will Smith, you know? It's, so, obviously a big draw, Will Smith. Uh, yeah. You know, probably a really fun guy. He seems like a very fun guy to, to work with. and uh, He does seem like a fun guy to work with. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy who would give you a birthday cake so you could take a fun photo with him. <laughs> A, a arguably frightening photo. A fun and frightening <laughs> photograph. That, so what Andy is referring to is, and if you haven't seen this, oh, a this is a must. For you. Yeah, that was a beautiful segue. Uh, you have got to see this photo if you haven't. I'm sure it's, you it's, have. It's about two weeks old now. A couple weeks but old. But it's, it's hysterical. It's so good. It was uh, Edouale's, uh, who, who's playing Killer Croc. I'm not going to go with the last name. Uh, good man. <laughs> I, that was a nice bail. I would have done the same. It was Edouale's birthday. Uh, and so he has a birthday cake here with Will Smith. So Will Smith is kind of in his... Uh, Floyd Lawton civvies and Killer Croc. He's got the the complete facial makeup on, but not the hands. Mm-hmm. And he's holding his birthday cake, but he's making a silly face with his tongue sticking out, and it's pretty hysterical. They look like they're having a blast, but to see Killer Croc like this is so weird. It's so weird. But I, the thing that I love about this, which it gets in a little of the nerdiness of it, and kind of where you know I, my interests lie, but it, the makeup not only does it look fantastic but look at how it flexes with his face yeah it's true you don't see any weird you can see his expression through it there's no weird wrinkles or anything like that or like folding where it makes it oh where you look at it and be like oh well yeah now you can tell it looks like a mask because the extreme expression which is really hard to achieve no this i mean it's a very extreme expression and it clearly moves with him so um and just like i say i i got a close-up image of just his face just and saved it on my phone because i'm like this is one of those images i just can't wait to pull and just throw in like random spots yeah, the right to people yeah. because it's just like what the hell like especially for people who aren't big Batman fans uh, throwing that in there <laughs> they're like what in God's name is this uh, so a great photo and, yeah. and just one of many of the awesome Instagram photos that we have gotten uh, from Suicide Squad yeah so, so Suicide Squad comes out August 5th. Indeed it does. 11 months. Oh, man. It's coming. And, and that's that ain't so long, man. After after it's waiting not. two years for it's BBS, not. like, and that's coming up It's going to come fast. Uh, so a little potential news uh, around the cinematic flash. It's it's one of those that I, I don't, I'm not sure I quite buy, but it's out This is like it's LIMA style yeah, news. Yeah. So there was a, a tweet um, by uh, some fan who met Ezra Miller. Yeah. And... Allegedly, Ezra Miller gave him a few little nuggets about playing The Flash, mm-hmm. and people picked it up as potential news. Now, the guy met Ezra Miller because there's a picture of him with him, but he literally has like 100 followers on Twitter. Like, this is not like a mm-hmm. an insider. This is someone who, who just ran into him. So, right. allegedly, what Ezra Miller told him is that... Barry Allen's hair will be kept long for Batman v Superman, thereby kind of indirectly confirming he'll be in Batman v Superman. Totally. His flash suit has a post-apocalyptic look to it, mm-hmm. and Ezra also hinted he's going to have a ripped physique rather than bulky, which, if you look at the guy, that makes total sense. Yeah. He's, a, he's a skinny little guy. I didn't expect him to bulk up. No. Uh, it would make sense for the speedster anyway, man. It, it all doesn't 
mean much at this point. The um, hair news is the biggest news, which yeah. you know for us is great because we love hair news. <laughs> Uh, it's true. Love it. It's true. It's kind of our bread and butter here <laughs> at the Batman Universe podcast. Um, but what's weird is Ezra Miller has short hair right now. Hmm. So, I don't know. And we and usually it, see these wigs. They get out there. Yeah. You know, they can't. They can't. Because we would have talked about it at length another oh, time. you're damn right we would have. Uh, and then the thing about it, the Flash suit ha- having a post-apocalyptic look to it, some people flipped out about this, being like, what the hell are you talking about? We saw the concept art for the Flash at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Looked like the Flash. Yep. As we talked about, it looked a little a little heftier than what's in the film or uh, in the TV show. Mm-hmm. It looks a little more armored up, but it's still red with the mm-hmm. gold lightning bolt yeah. accents. Like so, <clears throat> it looks like we we had mentioned it looks like, and some people had been posting pictures of it. The Injustice armor. Yeah, the video yeah, game, it's similar to Injustice. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of scuffed and scarred, you know. Like, yeah. But that, I mean, post apocalyptic look like. That is a really it's, yeah. wide it's, brim. It's not like, Mad Max Flash. Yeah. So no. relax. Yeah. I we, we've we've seen it. Every, I mean, thousands of people at Comic Con saw it. Yes. He looks like the Flash. Right. So uh, anyway, interesting little tidbits, but uh, I'm I'm not buying it all yet. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it was just kind of a little. I was like, well, we haven't but heard about there. Flash. It's but, out there. You know, yeah. Um, so and fun as, to far as, as far as whether or not he'll be in BVS, I'm still not convinced because it's still just it's still just rumored, and I'm. Out of all of the characters, it feels like, you know, Green Lantern and The Flash are really kind of the more out there ones yeah, as far as yeah. the Justice League. Um, I mean, it feels like we've heard more about Shazam and Black Adam than even these guys, mm, you true. know. Which, so, you know, I, it'll be very interesting to see, you know, who actually shows up in the movie. Um, but, you know, my guess is it's all going to just be very brief cameos. Um, yeah. Because yeah. that movie's got to be chock full of stuff. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so a little fun sma- fan speculation. Uh, moving on to Gotham. Season 2 is right around the bend here. Uh, so they're starting to release a little bit more. Um, we have new character portraits of the Gotham cast. Uh, a new Season 2 clip. And uh, and at a Wizard World Comic Con, also uh, Ben McKenzie uh, told us when he thinks, I think when he thinks or when he's been told, we'll see Batman in Gotham, which is not too big of a reveal or a surprise, I think. Uh, Did he say never? Kind of. Uh, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Uh, so we'll just jump to that, I guess, really quick. Uh, so he was, um, this was uh, uh, written by Isaac Orr uh, on uh, comicbookmovie.com, and he said the Wizard World Comic Con is currently underway in Chicago. And following Arrow, Stephen Amell's comments on Bruce Wayne appearing on the CW's hit T- DC series, more Batman news has emerged. This time in regards to Fox hit DC series Gotham, during the Gotham panel at um, Wizard World Comic Con, uh, star Ben McKenzie, who plays Jim Gordon on the show, was asked about when fans could expect to see Batman on the show, or if we may get a Smallville-type situation where Clark Kent finally donned the iconic Superman suit at the end of the series. McKenzie had this to say, and I quote, The last frame of the last shot of the last scene of the last episode of Gotham, whatever season that may be, is Bruce putting on that cape. So... Womp, womp. Yeah. Uh, no big surprise. No big surprise. We, I mean, they've been pretty upfront about that. So yeah. a little disappointing just in, you know, if you got your hopes up. But if you didn't and you know what this is all about, which I think we all do, Yeah, no surprise I there. expected nothing different. Um, and then there was a new clip of Season 2. It teases the rise of the villains, which is kind of the tagline for Season 2. We see Jerome, uh, who appears to be the Joker, interacting with Barbara Gordon in what appears to be Arkham Asylum. They discuss Roman Sionis, 
Black Mask and his fortune and gaining leverage over him. Barbara has become quite the villain. Uh, fans speculate that she could be a twisted backstory and actually be Harley Quinn. I think people I hadn't just, heard that. Yeah, people are just saying that, I think, because they she has turned and then she's talking with the Joker and, you know, looks-wise, I could see her being a Harley Quinn. I, I would, except for she's, like, ten years older than the alleged Joker. Yeah, I... Uh, it, I would be shocked, <laughs> even at the extreme that this kind of show is taking certain things, uh, if they did that. Um, obviously, Barbara's story is a wide departure yeah. from anything that yeah. we've seen. Um, so it's really so, hard to tell. I got to say that I this clip, um, I do like Jerome, uh, this character, um, and, and the way this actor, I forget his name, uh, plays this character. Uh, but... It does feel it's getting a little, um, like like Fish Mooney kind of style acting, uh-huh. uh, and the way and the theatrics of it and the overall nature. Not that the first season didn't have that much of that, uh, or that it you know really held back a ton, but it still felt a little bit more grounded. This scene in Arkham Asylum is kind of. You're like, uh, it, for me, it was a little jarring. It, like, I feel like I'm watching a stage performance at this point. So I feel like they're kind of ramping up this really theatrical nature of it, which I know that you expressed you have kind of felt like it's been like that a while. Yeah. Uh, I, but now I feel like they're really kind of hitting it. So, well, I think that they, I mean, kind of losing like, me a little bit. I there. feel like they are, is like they're, they kind of tried to start it as a, crime drama like mm-hmm. they, like a cop show mm-hmm. um but then they they were like well but people want more of people want more batman stuff and let's get as much as we can and so when they initially started they're like oh we're gonna tease a lot of potential jokers and you'll never know who it was mm-hmm. and now it's like nope jerome's the joker and he's gonna be in every freaking episode now yeah. and you're like eh, i don't yeah. even care like make her harley quinn i don't care i don't care about, like and then gotham, <sighs> gotham, gotham has already left to the station of being a good show and now it can just be a guilty pleasure at best like it's never gonna be a good show <laughs> i i'm holding on that it that I liked it and I did think it was a good show and I and I still hope to like it but this does not give me hope um, yeah, like I say just, go I say go nuts whatever you know like no but I, that's what I'm completely invested in what they do with this show at this point but I think that's what's I'll still it watch negative. it yeah. I'll still watch it to see what they do but like but yes they it's like they took that the the stuff with with uh, the penguin you know and you know how they had his the penguin theme and mm-hmm. and it was it had this kind of airiness to it and this kind of lightheartedness, which in the way he acts, his quirks and stuff, I thought really worked. Yeah. It's like they took that and then they like applied it to to this Jerome character and then they were like, you know, he's really – it's it's tough. This character is tough to do and I'll give it to him that I think that he's – if he is doing a pre-Joker Joker, that he's doing an okay job. Like a lot of it I do like. It's just some of the like – it, it feels a little Jim Carrey, you know. Well, and it, it, it's, it. it's very much like they're not doing like, oh, this is who he was before he was the Joker. It's like, oh no, this is just the Joker before he started dressing that way. You yeah. know, they're not even they're not even allowing him to progress. They're just like, oh, we'll just have him play it as the Joker, mm-hmm. and but he's but we'll call him Jerome. Yeah, I like it. And better. then if we want at the very end, we can do a switcheroo and say that wasn't the Joker after all. But for for the sake of marketing, now we can say the Joker's in the show, and more people will hopefully watch. Yeah, because every clip that we've seen with him in it, 
leading up to this second season feels like he's full fledged Joker. Yeah, with the main exactly. He's, 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 just he's just playing. He's just playing a Joker at this point. Yeah. Which. If he's not the Joker... Whereas, whereas the Penguin, to your point, is yeah. more interesting because it was like, oh, here's how he became the Penguin. Mm-hmm. And so even though he was still Oswald Cobblepot, he wasn't the Penguin. I mean, they called him Penguin because mm-hmm. people are stupid. But, but like, <laughs> yeah. you got to see kind of the progression yes. of how that happened. Mm-hmm. Whereas here they're like, no, just make the Jerome, make mm-hmm. Jerome the Joker. If this is not... If he is not the Joker, then I think I'm a... A little bit more okay with it, but mm-hmm. clearly they've teased and talked about that he is. Well, so yeah. for them to back that out, back out of that now would be like a panic to me. No, like, I think they, I think they may back out of it at the end of the series. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like we got Which you. Sucks. He wasn't the Joker. Yeah, yeah. If that was the plan all sure, along. Sure, sure. That would be that would be cool, but I, I'm not buying it. You yeah. know, like it, because that that's the only way that sells me. Like, oh, well, he's just a psychotic guy. You know, because I like him as just a psychotic guy, and even in just that little tease mm-hmm. from the first season that we saw, I thought it was great. But this whole like full blown him and everything, and knowing like this is supposed to be a potentially the Joker, and then seeing what they're doing, Barbara, and how they're. Yeah, so it's starting to lose me a little bit. But I will hold out until I see it in the context of the show. Uh, myself and you, Brian t- being the only ones who still like it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Monday nights, my priority is Supergirl. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I kind of don't blame you. But, um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed that they uh, pull this one out. Uh, moving on to other stuff. Um so uh, we talked about last time, uh, Lenny Robinson, Baltimore Batman, uh, passed away. Um, before he passed, though, he reportedly told a boy named Jacob um, in Elkview, West Virginia, that he'd always be there for him. Jacob lost his father over nine months ago. Last week, another Batman, John Buckland, the Huntington, West Virginia Batman, made good on that pledge. He drove his own Batmobile to Sun to Dunbar Intermediate School, where he was escorted by Jacob into the gym to honor the boy and deliver a message about bullying and doing what's right. Jacob was even given his own key to the Batmobile. I'm one of Batman's army now, he said. So, what... um, what do we got here? Oh, Buckland. Buckland, other, Buckland says, Batman. what happened this weekend with Lenny, the Maryland Batman, and the moment that he had with Jacob, the whole Batman army, and the world needs to be inspired by this. Taylor said her grandson fell asleep on the sofa, still clutching the Batmobile key. So uh, Taylor's... Taylor's grandmother. Yeah. I don't know why that got left out. It's okay. Sorry. So CBR, so, so, thank you guys. Uh, this is from CBR. CBR, great. So uh, so yeah, so uh, Lenny Robinson kind of made this promise uh, to this boy, to Jacob, uh, and uh, was unable to fulfill it because, unfortunately, he passed away. And so John Buckland stuck, stood up. And uh, and took his place and was there for Jacob when Jacob needed Batman. Yeah, Very so cool. it's, it's it's cool. It's like obviously you know they can't take over everything, but you know little hints of this like here and there, like just basically saying like carrying on his the, legacy. The legacy is what lives counts, on. You know, so it's great to hear little little pieces like this. Like yeah, dude, he's totally carrying on in his name. So uh, we're seeing we're seeing uh, all the greatness that he did carrying on. It's it's awesome. So moving on uh, to a little bit of listener feedback. Uh, we got an email from Dimitri, and he said, Hi there, Jamie and Andy. A really plausible idea had occurred to me for some time now in regards to Lex Luthor's, quote, the red capes are coming line in Batman v Superman. 
I strongly believe that he is not talking about quote-unquote capes, as in capes of the two superheroes in the movie, obviously because Batman's cape isn't red, and you've mentioned that. However, since Luther is a great manipulator, he could be referencing his plan to ruin Superman's reputation even more by having created clones of Superman. In a Superman, the animated series episode, Identity Crisis, Luther uses Superman's Kryptonian DNA to clone his army of Supermen. The plan fails, the clones had to be destroyed, but the last clone that remains later deteriorates into Bizarro. Thus, in BVS, even if initially the destruction has been caused by the Superman-General Zod fight, the later calamities may happen because of Bizarro. This is why people would suddenly become so hostile towards Superman and Batman would get so fired up. After all, three, after all, three years have passed after the events of Man of Steel, something else needs to have happened to stir things up again. Sorry for the long message. Keep the all-Batman coverage going. Take care, Dimitri. Uh, thank you, Dimitri. Uh, interesting speculation here. Yeah, I actually I like this idea. It is a cool idea. Uh, as far as... I mean, it would make sense that, that Lex is talking about more of his plans than anything else. Um, yeah. And, and because we know... Well, we don't know, but we, we strongly believe that he is already... Uh, Messing with Kryptonian DNA, mm-hmm. uh, he could be referencing that. Like he's about to totally. unleash whatever he's been working on. Yeah, and and if it is a clone of Superman or some something to that effect, he he could be saying that. You know. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of what we were estimating previously as well. With the whole red capes are coming as mm-hmm. is some kind of an army, and that. It's his army that he's creating, and the red capes being in reference to, obviously, Superman's cape only. Right. They would be of Kryptonian source in some in some manner. So, yeah, I think that, that theory is totally sound, and uh, I think we're with you uh, in terms of that. I'm not sure if I feel that there needs to be more um, that, that people would need to become hostile towards Superman. I feel like the fallout of Metropolis is plenty. For them to feel this disdain towards Superman, yeah, um, in yeah. the three years, like I, I mean, because clearly there was love and praise for him mm-hmm. uh, initially, but you know, just like we've seen in many tra- tragedies, when the smoke clears uh-huh. and everyone's kind of done, you know, not done, but they're they're sort of over the initial shock and the jubilation of you know survival and things like that, um, just like maybe like nine eleven or, or things like that, they start kind of analyzing these things and going, well, what really did happen, you know? And I think that this is akin to that, you know, that yeah. that maybe, it, it, you know, everybody celebrated that they, Superman, obviously, even though he was sort of the cause of this thing, that he was the one that saved the entire planet. But when, when it was all said and done, and they're like, well, okay, yeah, I mean, he did this great thing, but, you know, did is he completely in the clear? Which I think is completely... Uh, uh, a good mirror to what our real society is, you know. Yeah, so I think what we do. Sense. Yeah, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We love this person. We love this person. We love this person. Should we love this person? Yeah, you're right. F this person. Cast them out. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we do it uh, all the time. Unfortunately, uh, so yeah. But I who's who's to say? I don't know. Yeah, uh, and great callback to Superman the animated series episode uh, Identity Crisis. I remember that one distinctly because I thought it was a really interesting new take on Bizarro. Yeah. And uh, 
And yeah, I, th- I would love that to be the case here. Uh, again, all, all signs are pointing to Doomsday, but I mm-hmm. would not be opposed to this resulting in Bizarro instead. Well, so many, like you had mentioned, Metallo, Bizarro, yeah. Doomsday, they all have these kind of similar stories where they could easily swing yeah. them in one direction or the other yeah. and make whichever one they want. Yeah. I mean, and, and according to the trailer, it appears whoever Batman is fighting that's not Superman also has heat vision. Right. So, Agreed. But maybe Doomsday does in this version. Yeah, you know, we yeah, just don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> uh, but thank you for the message, Dimitri. Very nice. Uh, we got another message from listener Andy P. He says, hey, Andy and Jamie, uh, thanks for selling me on the Riddler. That was fantastic. Woohoo! Yeah, buddy. Good. I'm, uh, yeah, I, was, you, I, I felt the pressure, well. but I hope, no, you nailed hope it, it came out you all right. It. Uh, so I'll be quick this time. Famous last words. I'm, I'm just kidding, Andy. Not, not we like kidding. the long emails. Don't uh, apologize. Hope guys. you haven't already recorded, but here's something I always wanted to hear your opinions on. Who is your favorite of Bruce Wayne's love interests and why? Question number two, what villain stories would you like to see told in the upcoming Justice Leagues, part one and two, and how about the Wonder Woman movie? Thanks, as always, for fueling our bat obsession. Andy P. Mm. Uh, all right. So, favorite Bruce Wayne love interest, Magoo? Uh... I mean, Catwoman is always, like, one of the best, really, yeah, just because yeah. it's so tumultuous and, uh, like, she's clearly a good person, you know? Like, almost always she's, she's like, she wants good, but she's kind of just a victim of, you know, a lot of her circumstance. And, you know, so I, I, love, I love that he sees that and then he, you know, she'll help him out and do good things, but then... Always in the end, she's like, you know, you're the hero, not me, and then kind of skips away and steals the diamond, you know? And, yeah, then, and, yeah. and Batman's like, ah, <laughs> dang it, you know? Uh, but I, I would say that I, I really enjoy the Talia relationships, um, mm-hmm. uh, too, just because, obviously, um, you know, she sees uh, Bruce and Batman and his strengths and, and the way that she was raised and the League of Shadows. So I always enjoy that just as like co- kind of like the rivalry and the similarities, you know, between the two characters as well. And obviously they had a, a kid together, so right. that, that worked out pretty good too. Uh, uh, so mine's kind of boring. No, but. no, those are great answers. Uh, my favorite love interest for Bruce Wayne, I gotta go with Dick Grayson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know. So cheap. Sorry. Sorry, lame. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, uh, honestly, the, the, I, the, my answers are your answers. Yeah. Uh, Catwoman is, is the best one. Yeah. It just is because Catwoman is Batman's equal in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. He, she, she is very much a mirror image of Batman. They're so close, and yet they can never quite be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um but they absolutely love each other, but it just can't quite work out. So I think that's the most interesting dynamic and the way they're constantly together on again, off again. Italia comes in a close second. I've just I've never had a lot of love for kind of the pedestrian love interests of his, like a Joey yeah. Madison or a Vicky Vale or a Silver St. Cloud. Like they're you know, they're fine, but like none of them are particularly interesting from a storytelling perspective so you gotta go well they want him to live a normal life yeah and it's just not gonna and he happen. doesn't have one like yeah, he doesn't have a, nor- a real normal life he has like a newspaper normal life you know right. like he doesn't have an actual normal life so it never works so yeah. it's like okay well that's done like yeah. that's how it always ends so, so I, I think the correct answer is Selena Kyle um, that is the correct the answer the correct answer the there is a right opinions. and wrong yes and uh, th- but I'll throw in another one, even though she's not totally part of canon, and that is Andrea Beaumont from Mask of the Phantasm. Oh wow, I like it. Yeah. good call. Just man. to throw in a little wild. Card That's a there. good one. Thank you. Very good. Uh, 
And then question number two, villains and stories you'd like to see in Justice League 1 and 2 and Wonder Woman. I think this I mean I think you, I think you got to go Dark Side and Apocalypse. Yes, yeah. Just, I mean that's what I was going to say is is Dark Side is is uh, always a great one. Yeah. You know? I mean and my I mean my concern is that it will be too similar to Thanos sure. in the Infinity War. That that is a concern, but yeah. it's freaking Dark Side yeah. and I don't want to not see Dark Side just because he's kind of similar to Thanos. Yeah. Um well he, there's a reason that he always ends up like these characters are usually kind of the most popular because it's like they're really cool, and they command these armies, and yeah. they're just great adversaries. You yeah, know? like they're they're awesome. You so know? yeah, so I mean, you, you got to go with that. And plus, there's this great scene in uh, the Justice League animated series where Superman and Darkseid are about to throw down, and Superman gives this whole monologue about how he lives his life treating the world like it's tissue paper, mm-hmm. uh, and he's never been allowed to let go. And now that he's about to throw down with Darkseid, it's time for him to let go. And he just, yeah. like, opens up yeah. on him. And it's just amazing. Yeah. So I want to see something like that. Totally. I, I want to see Superman just let really it. Really go yeah. all out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then Wonder Woman, there's a lot of good options. I, for, me, the, for me, I want to see the cheetah. Oh, that would be cool. Because I was going to say, I don't. I honestly don't know a lot of like very specific Wonder Woman villains. I know that. Yeah, you know, like, Cheetah's like I feel like them. I feel like the Cheetah is the closest to Wonder Woman's Joker as you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, we're getting kind of some murmurs that the Wonder Woman film is going to be a period piece during World War One. So I don't know who they'll use for that. Um, you you can go with like Ares from yeah. you know which 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 is still cool. They did one where it was like uh, I think recently where they had like Ares' daughter. Oh, and then interesting. She, she had like it was like she had um, Aquaman's uh, uh, trident and Wonder Woman's lasso and all this stuff. Oh, and she was like all, interesting. All black and like you know she had like the. The uh, side cut haircut. I was like, "This is a bad bitch." Interesting. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Very cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those are my my two knee jerks. Is like it's is like I love the Cheetah because Cheetah is such you know is, yeah. is 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 the one who constantly is bothering Wonder Woman. Right. At the same time, I like Ares because I do like the idea of of Wonder Woman taking down a male adversary. Yeah. Well, the goddess of war and the god of war. I yeah, mean, true. Pretty rad. True. You can't hate that. Uh, and a little tidbit that we didn't get to get into, but just a little fun thing is uh, Wonder Woman, which is about to set, start shooting, apparently Gal Gadot is already in London. Uh, the cinematographer mm-hmm. is the guy who uh, shot Interstellar. Oh, yes. And the That's new right. Bond film Spectre. So that is awesome. Dude, I love it. It's like when you hear these movies that are just outside of the comic book universe and then bringing, obviously, you know, that's w- the world we live in, which is fantastic, but it's never less exciting hearing like, oh, yeah, you know that amazing movie Interstellar with all those, you know, incredible shots and the cinematography is beautiful in that movie. It's like, we're going to bring that to Wonder Woman. He's like, going to shoot Wonder yes, Woman. Yes, please. That is awesome. Holy crap. So cool. So, yeah, produ- same production designer as BVS, Patrick Totopoulos, cinematographer of Interstellar. Wonder Woman shaping up wonderfully. Oh, yes. Yeah, I cannot wait, man. Holy crap. Not that you asked about that, Andy P., but, you know, as long as it came but up. But, hey, no, it's that's right in there. And apparently I spoke too soon. Uh, just after we recorded this, it came out that the 
cinematographer for Interstellar, whose name is Hoyt Van Hoytema, uh, debunked his participation with Wonder Woman. So uh, all he said is, I am not involved with that film. I guess I let my excitement get the best of me. It had not been confirmed, and I just really, really hoped it uh, was true. Guess it was not. So unfortunately for now, that little rumor is hashtag debunked. Hopefully we will hear who is shooting the Wonder Woman film very, very soon. So we now return you to the Batman universe already in progress. So we're good, man. That's yeah. That's uh, thanks for adding that in. I'd forgotten that. No problem. It's beautiful. No problem. Beautiful. So good stuff. Uh, thank you for writing in, Andy P. and thank Dimitri. You, sir. Yes. Uh, on the last episode, we also talked a little bit about uh, you know if we were to pick any actor out of out of time at any point. Oh, I was wondering if you who, wanted to come back to this. Who who should play Bruce Wayne Batman? And we only got one response that I saw, unless you saw some others. Oh, um, I, I don't know if I saw And that. I got a tweet from uh, Corey Chaney, who oh, cool. has, has written in more than once, but yes, he said sir. Gregory Peck would have been a great Bruce Wayne Batman. Why am I blanking out on Gregory He Peck? was Atticus Finch in How to Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Visually, so, like, awesome. I'm totally good with that. Visually, geez, yeah, that's really funny. He like, I had could a, see co- him. He had a commanding presence and, a, and just kind of an innate decency. I, I wonder how he could do the vengeful, but... Yeah, yeah I, I see actor. him, like, as the Bruce Wayne. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like they drew comic books after his look, honestly. Like, I can, you know, visualize him in, like, the the you know 50s comics of, of batman that's a great call yeah very great cool call. so uh those of you listening who have not written in if you have any other ideas of, of who could have been a perfect bruce wayne batman at any point in time let us know we'll just keep talking about it i think totally. it's fun uh, but really we do got to wrap this baby up Indeed. so uh very fun stuff thanks to those who wrote in and uh we got another episode in the books make sure that you do. we didn't hashtag confirm anything today. No, we did not that's okay Next time. Yeah, sometimes it happens naturally, and yeah, sometimes not so much. You know, it's fine. It's it's if you go without a little while, you know, it's like yes. All I can think of is is uh, misery, misery loves company, but the the real one is actually absence makes the heart grow fonder. But you know, misery loves company too. All, hey, all, why not all, all of those things? You know, all those, those things. Old. <laughs> uh, so anyway, make sure that you do go check out thebatmanuniverse.net where you will find uh, all great information about this podcast as well as all the different cool Batman podcasts as part of the Batman Universe Network. You'll also find great news, photos, and anything you need to know about Batman at the website. You can also check out uh, my other show, Holy Batcast, uh, and that is where I get to dive a little deeper into different and you dived, Batman you went, subjects. You did Batman forever. And we just did. We just you did a big dumb. one. I did invite Jamie, but unfortunately he was in Hawaii. I appreciate um, the invite. Is that we we recently just did a look back at Batman Forever, uh, which you know how I feel, <laughs> and. Uh, Whew, it was an intense episode. Yeah. Did you listen? I haven't listened. I tried to listen last night on my computer, but like I didn't have iTunes okay. downloaded, so the streaming thing, for whatever reason, my computer's it, stupid. It was intense. Yeah. I was stressed out for days afterwards. Really? Because it got intense from all sides. Yes. It got intense on the show, but I, it got intense like on Twitter and on Facebook of, of people who hate it and people who love it, and like I had no it's idea so how weird. it's so divisive. It is, and people get. So that's funny because people, I, I think it's hilarious how people fight for it. Like, they were fighting like it's a good movie. Yeah. Some will. It, yeah. And it was kind of split down the middle. Is a bunch of people were like, oh, oh man. You can movie, fight for certain moments. This movie is, is not a good and, and I tried. I really did. You, you'll listen. I, yeah. I tried to find the good, good man. but it was like finding peanuts in a pile of crap. You oh. know, like, 
that's what I was doing. Oh, I'm so excited to listen uh, to that. So check it out, and, and I'm glad it's over, honestly. <laughs> uh, so check out Holy Batcast, uh, as well as, again, all the other great podcasts as part of the Batman Universe Network. Uh, but we will see you next week with all your Batman news. Thank you for joining us this week. On behalf of Jamie, I have been Andy DiGenova, and we will see you next time here in the Batman Universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. So, uh, and we are rolling. Roll, you're doing you're the doing, intro. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> That's <coughs> not familiar with what that warm-up at all. It's it's akin to the... It involves mucus the, flying the, everywhere. Yeah, akin to the uh, tiger face, lemon face, just more vocal. Oh, okay. <laughs>